Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. And the reason I call myself that is because I believe in a two-pronged approach to success in the sense that, yes, talent and skill, but also mental fortitude. Without both working together, you won't be able to achieve the artistic ambitions you have. As part of my aim to really help you and teach you and all these things, um, I like to do my blog where I share my journey in hopes that is both inspirational but also gives you uh, tactics to try out in your own life. So welcome to my blog. This is uh, where I share my creative journey. Before I get into it though, I do want to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you aren't already. That way you get all the various lessons that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did. And also, thank you if you already were. It means a lot to me. So first off, a lot of what I probably would have said and shared in terms of like what's going on in my life, I did with kind of a bonus episode on Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yes. Uh, This past weekend. So I'm going to link to that so you can kind of check that out. Uh, Because that was... You know, when I heard about her passing, that was the thing that was top of mind. And it dominated me for the entire weekend and all that. So, you know, I'm not going to recap that. Um, Like I said, you can check that out for yourself. Um, Link below. The other, you know, that's obviously heavy news and something to contemplate. But I want to focus on the more joyous stuff in, in this vlog. And that's that I finished up a draft of my script. And so, yay, I'm done, right? Uh, now, the good news is, I like, now that it's complete, I am going through and doing a, a, a first preliminary pass. So, like, I'm not calling this the first draft. That was just kind of a rough draft to get me to the first draft. So, I, what I like to do is I have two screens. One is a blank document. One is the script. And, you know, then also just various notes on a piece of paper of things to address. And so by forcing myself to literally rewrite the script, I'm putting myself back into those characters and things are, you know, and so doing, I'm having to really think and kind of get back into the mindset of where things were. Now, obviously, I'm not creating from scratch because I have that second monitor that I can always turn to and see. But in so doing, I'm already able to shorten a lot of things, like there's a lot of superfluous dialogue that I had, and I'm able to heighten emotion, and I'm able to really take specific moments and, and you know, add a little something that wasn't there before, because now, because now I have a better idea of where things are headed, right? It's not that it's complete with the rough draft that I did, but it's certainly a more fuller version. So in this rewrite to get to the first draft it's it's been very eye-opening um, and it's been a lot of fun right it, it, it certainly moves a lot quicker than having to write from a completely blank page and I'm able to really elevate the script so it's been a lot of fun so far uh, I'm I'm about like 21 pages into the rough draft but um, only 17 pages of the new draft so already there you can see I've shaved off four four pages, which accounts for about four minutes, which isn't necessarily my goal, right? I'm not trying to shave anything. I'm just trying to make things tighter and and flow a little better. And so in that sense, 
you know, especially in the beginning, I want it, I want to have this gripping sense for the audience of like, okay, well, what's coming down the pipeline? What's more? Um, in the same way, like, let's say one of the greatest examples to me is the matrix, uh, because like it presents such, such a cool visual and it raises so many questions. So then, you know, whatever's going to come later, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm in it because I want to find out. And you trust that the movie's going to give you the answers. And luckily, you know, the matrix does, and that's why it's such a wonderful movie. And so I'm kind of trying to present those various things of this, this intrigue. Now, mine's more dialogue-based than, than action-based, but I'm trying to have action in there and also accommodate for movement and you know have actors kind of move out, about so it's not just people sitting in one place and just talking. I want there to be various things that are happening, you know, people coming in, blah, 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 right? Um, and overall, one of the things that I thought about with this script and the reason why I'm writing it is because I look at, let's say, superhero movies or even like something in the vein of, of James Bond and other spy such movies. You can count like uh, Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible in this, you know, just to just to give you a few examples. And, you know, they're all very action based and, and, and it's a lot of fun. But I like the premises that they raise, right? You know, the villain versus the good guy. And what I'm interested in is the ideology of both and exploring that because more and more as I go through life, I don't think there's, I think there's our truths, but like the absolute truth is a little bit harder to, to chip away at. And, or maybe like, maybe absolute truth isn't the right term. Maybe it's more of what the right decision, you know, what the, what the, what the ethically correct answer is. You know, because you can make pros and cons for both things. And so it be, so that's what I'm, I'm interested in the nuances of life, the gray areas of life, and really bringing that to the forefront. And so that's what my script, In Search of Sunrise, really aims to do. So it takes, you know, it tries to take the things that, you know, you do see in superhero movies in terms of the ideology, but instead of exemplifying it through action, kind of really going a little slower with it and, and really looking at it <clears throat> in a more, and not that it's like a legal procedural type of way, but, but, you know, in a, in a kind of more examined fashion, you know, my inspiration for this, not that this reveals any of the plot is uh, the, the British TV series called the prisoner. It's a 1960s um, show where there's a spy who resigns all of a sudden suddenly and so he gets kidnapped to this unknown island and they want to know why he resigned and he will not tell them why as he says his business is his own and so it's only 17 episodes uh so you can kind of watch you can pretty much binge it over the course of a weekend if you really wanted to or take your time with it it is a little bit heady um but it's a lot of uh and this might it's almost like an oxymoron it's heady but it's fun but it is you know, I think it asks, for me it is at least, it asks a lot of cool questions that I really appreciate and, you know, I'm trying to explore my own questions. Not, you know, mine are different than that, but, um, so, in this rewrite, it's it's been fun getting to do that, you know, because now, again, now I have a more completed version that I can draw from and, and amend, right? I, I talk about this a lot, 
it's easier to revise something than it is to create from scratch. That's why, like, if you're if you have writer's block, if you're stuck, just just literally get out ideas onto the paper because you know your mind's naturally going to critique. We're all critics in our own way, but it's a lot harder to come at it from a place of creation. So if you can just put stuff down on on the on the on the paper, then then you can let your critiquing mind go to work and make it better. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, now, not much else has been really going on. I mean, stuff has been going on in life in general. Um, you know, a lot of lot of stuff I've been doing, continuing to phone bank and, and you know, things that I can do. Um, a great resource in terms of the elections that I would recommend to you is ballotready.org. And it's a way to see how to register. If you aren't, it's a way to see where you can go to vote if you want to do it in person. Or if not, then how you can make sure to get your mail-in ballot and what you'd need to do in terms of hitting those deadlines and so forth. And also, most importantly, you know, what's even on the ballot for you, right? Depending on where you live, you just you just type in the area code and they give you the stuff that'll be on your ballot and you can really study it. So it'll show you the candidates or the you know, the laws that you're getting to vote on and it'll show you, you know, what it means and uh, in terms of the candidates, what they're proposing. So, you know, I, I highly recommend that to you. I took it. So like now I have my printed out um, ballot. So that way, you know, when I vote, I will have that ready. I don't have to think about it. I've already given it the time that I need to. So boom, I'm done. Right. So I, I that's ballotready.org. Other than that, uh, you know, with everything kind of going on, I've been trying to find pockets of relaxation, just kind of, you know, because I'm not going to be good to anyone else if I'm not good to myself. And so just just trying to do that as much as possible, spend time with my dogs, things like that. Um, the This almost counter counters that, but I've been reading, I've been reading V for Vendetta, the comic book. And I say that's ironic because that's a very, like, politically charged um, series. Now, I've read, I've seen the movie, but I've not read the comic, and I don't read a lot of comics. I I, I try to, I don't know why I don't. Um, It's just, you know, I I guess in some sense, some of them feel, like, very overwhelming of you know, there's such a rich history that to get into the middle of one, it's like, where, where do I start? You know, with what issue and so forth. So I do like uh, the kind of standalone pieces. Um, I'm blanking on the word, but certainly like V for Vendetta, you know, the book that I got, it tells the story from start to finish. So, so in that sense, it's complete. Um, I don't know, for some reason, I'm not, I, I don't know. I just couldn't, right now I'm in this headspace, like I couldn't pick up comics, you know, issue by issue to complete my a story. Uh, that was, not that that's not great, but uh, it's just a habit th- that I would really have to force myself into. And right now, I guess I'm not ready. Um, so I've been doing that. Also, I'm reading uh, Pacific Vortex, which is what was intended as the first novel in the Dirk Pitt series by Clive Custler. I've read various Dirk Pitt novels in the past. Um, it's almost like a James Bond, Indiana Jones type of character, but he's uh, very much like, um, you know, it's all, un- it's underwater, water based, right? So it's, 
you know, instead of being an archaeologist, he's, you know, diving into deep oceans and so forth, right? And, and they're, you know, they're, they're easy breezy. Um, they're, they're kind of like the, a grocery store type of book. But right now, it's just fun to, to really read and just not have to work my mind that much because I'm working my mind in so, other, so many other places. And the other thing, uh, you know, that I, I've kind of mentioned in the past, but um, I never really followed up on, is this idea of meal prep. I've been doing more meal prep, and it kind of makes it, it what I do is I assess the various stuff that I have in my kitchen. And so I write it down on a list and kind of based off that for the whole week, I'm like, okay, well, what, 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 are, the, what are the items that I can make? And if I'm missing anything, then I put it on the list to shop. And it makes it easy because I feel like a lot less goes to waste. And, you know, I think we all have this, or at least I find me and my friends have this like inherent problem of like, oh, there's never anything in the fridge. But by doing this and really assessing what we, what I have in my fridge, I realize that I have a lot more and that I can make a lot of incredible food with it. And so, you know, that's what I do. And, and during the week, I, I don't have to think about like, what am I going to eat? You know, it's already on the list and I just go ahead and make it. So it speeds it up. I use, you know, less brain power in that sense. I'll, uh, of course, like, you know, I'm, I'm coming and batching it, right? So by having to, by sitting down and really, you know, come figuring it out, I don't have to make those tiny decisions throughout the week. So it's been fun. Um, that's what I kind of really have for you. I mean, there's not a lot else, um, you know, as I said, all the other thoughts that I would have probably said in this vlog, I've already said in relation to RBG's passing. So check out that video if you're interested in that. Um, but but yeah, thank you. I hope, uh, I, I don't know if this is the most inspirational episode or the, the, the one that gives you the most tactics, but I hope in some sense there is some takeaway. As always, you can ask me any questions you want. It doesn't have to be just about the stuff that I talked about. And I'd be glad to converse with you and answer those questions. So thank you for taking the time to tune in. I truly appreciate you. And I hope to see you next time.